You're listening to the Mastering College to Career podcast, the show for first-generation and minority college students. Each episode will feature topics such as highlights and progress from students who have completed the MC2C mentoring program, networking opportunities, and unique insights and strategies from industry thought leaders. So, if you're looking for your guide to success, you're in the right place. Now, without further ado, let's get into the show. All right, welcome, welcome, welcome back to this episode of the Mastering College 2 Career Podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, I got a little bit of a big surprise, a little big surprise for you, because today it is not going to be your traditional episode. Instead of me speaking on a particular topic or me bringing in like an expert of a particular topic, I'm bringing you the most black belt ninja trick you can ever need for finding a job. And the best part of this tool is that it is free for you to use right now. And so it's going to make your job search so much easier. So if you execute and you listen to this podcast and you implement this tool, it was going to make it more effective. It's going to allow you to connect with people better. It's going to give you feedback on your resume. It's going to tell you what you're missing, what you're not missing, who you network and more. So to talk about this, I have somebody from the company itself. So I have Renee Chang and she is a content marketing growth specialist. I hire Chul specifically for the job seer platform. And that's what we're going to be focusing on today. We're going to be talking about the job seer platform. It is a groom, a Google Chrome extension that you essentially just add to your Chrome. And when you're, you're on LinkedIn and you're searching for jobs, it just makes it much easier. And we'll dive into that. But before that, let me introduce our guest today. Renee, how are you doing, sir? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me, Daniel. (laughs) No, no. Thank you for just coming to the podcast and sharing this awesome tool with our audience. So before that, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah, of course. It's such a pleasure to be on your show. Um, Like you said, I am Renee, the content marketing growth specialist at HireTool, specifically for the Jobsteer product. So a little bit of background about myself is that I recently graduated from UC Berkeley with a degree in media studies and journalism. And I have been through looking, I mean, I look for a job for quite some time. I started like the beginning of 2020 and it was crazy um, but I'm super grateful to be working for Hard Show again as a full-time employee. I understand Daniel like your audience has a lot of students and who are seeking for opportunities in their careers and also learning how to strive for that one specific goal in getting this dream job so it is great to be here speaking with you all about jobs here because this product might be the one thing that you're missing in your job search and I personally hope I had this tool back then but you know it was great like working with this right now yeah you know I think this is such an awesome tool because it does make the job search so much easier. Like the tool is just essentially going to be doing the heavy lifting for you. Um, It still doesn't take the fact that you still need to personalize your resume. You still need to research and network, but it does give you a really good place to start. And so I kind of like want to talk a little bit about kind of like the tool and what it, what inspired, like, what's the ultimate, what is the goal of the tool? Like when, when you and your team and and, and job C are, are, are sitting there and thinking about how do we make this tool what was the vision for it? 
Yeah, so in the beginning stage, like I mentioned earlier, our primary companies is HireTool. So it is basically an AI recruitment platform for recruiters. So it's kind of like a platform where recruiters can source and look for the best candidates in such a vast talent pool. But at the same time, we started Jobsteer as a project is that we hope to build a bridge uh, between recruiters and candidates closer. So we, that's why we decided to work on this extension because you know, if there's another job board similar to LinkedIn, not a lot of people really care about it because LinkedIn is just really big. And that's why we decided to do a Chrome extension instead. So it could be like an add-on for people to kind of strategize their job search a little bit better. And I was playing on this platform and, and look, mm -hmm. I was just going in and I put um, just, this is kind of like what I put. What I've noticed is what it does is that it just teaches you how to search better for jobs because mm -hmm. It does. Uh, is it Boolean search? Am I saying it correctly? Yeah. So like you mentioned, the search, uh, the, it, it was called the smart search feature. So what you do is like you enter your desired job title, even titles, and then job series will eventually recommend you other job titles to expand your search. And then you can also put in different skill sets that you think is required for that job search and then enter a desired location. Um, as well as job types like temporary, part-time, full-time contract, and also the experience level. I think this is a crucial point for a lot of people out there as job seekers. And then once you're done, you click search job, it will create a Boolean string on your search tab on either LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, Jobs, Dice, and even Handshake to find the most relevant and most suitable jobs based on your preferences and qualifications as well. So for all that, what that really meant to me, right? Like it's, it's crazy is <laughs> essentially it allows you to be more efficient on your job search because it's, mm -hmm. it's narrowing down the jobs to that are most mm -hmm. closely as aligned to what you're looking for and the mm -hmm. skills that you have. And then it also suggests what skills you might be able, might be like need to be able to go after the mm -hmm. positions that you want, right? Um, mm -hmm. A really cool feature that I really like is like the expected salary. So it kind of gives yeah. me an idea like <laughs> if I am on or close to it or like if I set my expectations too high. Mm -hmm. Another yeah. awesome feature like that I, I, I really appreciate it is as, as anybody listening to me, I am a big, big fan. Like I, I, I encourage everybody to build relationships and network. And mm -hmm. this feature does a really good job at suggesting who to talk to, who the recruiter mm -hmm. is and, and who to ask for referrals with and even highlighting alumni from your university. Yes, yes. Um, similar to me, like I would say, I was when I was in college, I was actually scared of going to career fairs, even talking to counselors and all that stuff because I get really awkward and socially anxious. I don't know what I'm talking about when I get nervous. <laughs> so I think having this feature to really... Uh, reach out to recruiters and employees through email like an alternative way is way better especially when we're in you know COVID we have less we can't really see each other as often but having those emails for where you can expand your networking opportunities and even possible referrals is a great way for a lot of like job seekers and even students to expand you know their connections and so forth. Yeah no definitely <laughs> and, and I think this tool will make it easier for at least to help you get started on who to network with and who to build relationships mm -hmm. with, you know? Uh, and the cool thing about this tool is like the more people that use it, the more smarter the tool is going to be because of the AI technology. It's just going to mm -hmm. even generate and give you even better answers. So, um, and it even gives you the email addresses of 
yes. people, right? Like that is mm-hmm. cool because most college students struggle with that. They're like, well, I found somebody on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I messaged them. And then I, this is super common. I get Renee. Um, mm-hmm. I found the person on LinkedIn. I messaged them. I didn't get a reply. And then I go mm-hmm. and my follow-up question is, are they active on LinkedIn? And they're like, well, how do I check? Well, then like, you go to your profile, you go to activities, and it would say, when was the last time? And if they haven't been active in 90 days, LinkedIn will tell you they haven't been active in 90 days. And mm-hmm. so if that's the case, and that happens a lot with STEM majors, like, like there's a lot of business people that are still on LinkedIn, but like engineers, once they get a job, they don't go on LinkedIn anymore. It's yeah. just, um, <laughs> but they do check their work email. And mm-hmm. so the fact that this tool gives you emails is insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Like, I personally feel like when I have a job that's like set, for example, when I'm working hard to full time, when I didn't have to touch LinkedIn, I didn't even bother to even look at it. I just look at it of like, oh, people found a job here. But like you said, it's great to have like the email that you can directly talk to them. You don't have to wait. You don't have to like, you know, wonder why they're not replying your LinkedIn message. And you can just directly ask them like, hey, these are some questions I have for this position. Um, will you please answer me a little bit? And also one thing, one great thing is that most recruiters don't really reply if they're not recruiting for the position that mm-hmm. um, candidates are looking for. So it is great to really kind of narrow down the people who are looking for, you know, recruiting for this position at the same time you're narrowing down your job search scope as well. Yeah, no, this is great. This is really great. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite feature out of um, from the whole platform? Um, I personally would say it's a match score feature um, because, you know, as an entry level person, not even a, I, w- I wouldn't even consider myself as a professional, I would say. Um, I'm pretty sure I have a lot. I need a lot of work on my resume. I'm pretty sure I still need a lot of suggestions and feedback. And what the match score, what really surprised me and make me feel like it's useful. It's because it literally parsed through your resume as well as the job description that you're looking at. So then excuse me, based on the score, you can see how well you aligned with the position, how qualified you are as a candidate. Um, And like you said earlier, they even have like, you know, Jobster also offer skill sets recommendations. Like for example, if you want to work for this uh, company or for this position, you you will need to work on this specific skills to enhance and boost your match score. And I think it's a great way to kind of serve as a reminder for candidates to really Maybe it's time for you to update your resume, or even if you like to work here, you will need to take some courses for some certifications and so forth. So it's not only like specifically for job search, but it's really for your own knowledge as well, you know, based on your candidacy. That's very interesting. I, I know that it's very <laughs> easy for you to upload your resume and it does give you a score. And mm-hmm. and so one of the biggest things is like we, we hear is like, hey, whenever you apply, your resume is going to go through an applicant uh, tracking system and Mm -hmm. it's going to look for keywords, right? And Mm -hmm. so you're telling me that the platform will look for those keywords itself and will suggest and kind of give you a score. So you're essentially able to kind of get a sneak peek of what the applicant tracking system thinks of your resume, right? Yes. And I think like as a job seeker, we all have to understand what is ATS. And apparently, I think I read an article, like, please don't quote me on this. I'm sorry if I don't give you credits, but at least 75% of the resumes that are being sent in do not pass through ATS. So which means that your resume probably just stop by a machine or like a system before it's being seen by a recruiter. But with Jobs Tier 1, it's great because it tells you, okay, these are some 
some words that you have, but if you want to pass through ATS and beat the system, you will need to add these words as well. Of course, if you have those skills, I would say, like, don't lie on your resume. But yeah, like I've mentioned earlier, like ATS is very important for us to really understand and learn how to like beat through it. Like I know I've written like a blog post before, like an article. People did tell me that there's no way, specific way for you to beat ATS, but you have to create a ATS friendly resume just so that you can make sure your resume pass through the system and are seen by recruiters. Yeah, but I think having that knowledge, it's going to help you, right? Mm -hmm. Having like, for example, if you're applying for a uh, social media manager role, right? Mm -hmm. And then you might be lacking a particular skill and you see that in the feedback, right? Then you're able Mm -hmm. to go go do a LinkedIn learning so that you can then add that into your resume and and Mm -hmm. say, hey, like, you know, I've done the right things to to build those skills that I require for the job that I am applying for. So I think it's mm-hmm. just in a very um, important tool, like, and, and it, you're right. Like, I think, so if we think about like the whole jobs, like right now, companies are getting around 200 to 300 applicants per job opening. And, mm-hmm. and the reason is this, the internet has made it very easy for you to be able to fi- apply for jobs online. Right. Mm-hmm. But because yeah. it's so easy for you to apply online, so it's, it's easy for everybody else. And mm-hmm. that makes it right? Very hard for you to get noticed. And mm-hmm. so it's important for you to be able to gain, to get noticed because visibility is more important than ability. So if we take, yeah. let's say uh, an average, a company gets 200 applicants, really? Yeah. Uh, so there's about 200 a- applicants, but if we just say a hundred, just so that we could do some easy math here, everybody listening is probably at the gym <laughs> or, or driving, right? easy math, right? <laughs> I um, can't do math either. <laughs> 95% of people will probably get eliminated in the first round without actually getting to speaking to somebody with the company. So that could either mm-hmm. be the applicant tracking system. So the ATS does not see mm-hmm. that you have the skills qualified for the role one, mm-hmm. or the recruiter did see your resume, but they only did the first resume check, which they are spending seven to 10 seconds on your resume. Right. Mm-hmm. And so out of a hundred applicants, only five of them are getting called in to the mm-hmm. phone, the first screening interview. And that could be a virtual interview where you record your answers, or that could be yeah. the interview with the recruiter, or that could mm-hmm. be an assessment. And out mm-hmm. of those five, three might get the final interview with the hiring mm-hmm. manager of the department. Mm-hmm. And so my philosophy is simple. If you can get by and get to the interview, you will automatically beat 95% of other candidates, right? And so Mm -hmm. how do we do that? And the trick here is building relationships and networking. Now, Mm -hmm. what I think this tool and job series is so good for is one, it's going to give you an ability to see what jobs are out there that are more targeted towards what you're looking, what your current skills are and what you're looking for and what you're looking for and what you're looking to make one. And two is going to give you access to the decision makers and tell you who the recruiters are, who are the alumni Mm -hmm. that went to your school, who are your mutual connections and give you Mm -hmm. all this information in a very easy way to find, right? All Mm -hmm. that being said, now you know how to network and you still apply online. So I'm not saying do not apply online. You need need (laughs) to apply online, right? Because Mm -hmm. you need to put your name in the system because a lot of times companies will say, all right, we're putting this job out there. And once we get 500 applicants, we're going to close it. And then we're going to go through these applicants. And if we can't find the right person, then we'll reopen it. So you need Mm -hmm. to make sure that your your name is in there, 
right? Yeah. Before the, the, the position is closed. But once you do that, the key is not just to wait around and wait to get called back, but instead <laughs> is to bring visibility to your application because visibility mm -hmm. is more important than ability. And so what you wanna do then is utilize the common connections, the alumni from your university, uh, the contacting the recruiter or the hiring manager, the job series suggests, you have their email, mm -hmm. you do it on LinkedIn, you stand out and get mm -hmm. visibility to your application. Now, you customize mm -hmm. your resume, you create a potential proof document and all those little things, if you add them up, will add up for you to get to the interview. And if you do that, you're gonna have a, you've already beat 95% of people. Hey, you made it to the middle of the episode. Let's take a break to tune in to how one of the mentees used insight from Daniel and the Master in Kasha Career Academy to help them take steps towards their dream job or internship. I just accepted an offer for the sales management intern position at PepsiCo. Before I even joined the academy, I was confused about what I should be doing, how I could align my um, resume with what the requirements were for the position. And this is why every time I, I meet someone who doesn't know what they want to do for the professional career or is just struggling, I recommend the academy to them because it really changed my life. Without them, this would not have been possible. And I just want to thank, thank again Daniel and the academy for helping me and getting me to where I am today. This student's testimony is just one of thousands who have landed a position in their dream career. So if you're interested in joining the Academy alongside these successful mentees, schedule a strategy call with Daniel today at www.masteringcollegetogareer.com forward slash strategy call. And now let's get back to the episode. Yeah, like regarding to resume, I do want to ask you a question. Like, do you suggest um, job seekers to really customize your resume in like a creative way? Like, for example, I think I've like talked to some of my friends um, who are looking for a job. Some of them are like designers and they have more of a fancy looking um, resumes, but some of them are more of like engineers and like, you know, business sales. They have more of like a traditional resume looking type of um, format. So what do you suggest for people who are, you know, just looking, who are like maybe entry level, who are open yeah. to a lot of different industry and even positions? Like what would you suggest in terms of the resume formatting? That's, a, that's an excellent, excellent question. So he, here's, a, here's what needs to happen. Like one needs to understand who's going to be the first person to see this resume, a human or an applicant tracking system. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're applying online directly through Handshake, Indeed, uh, the company's website directly, whatever it is, right, it needs mm -hmm. to be an applicant tracking, an ATS friendly resume, very simple, like regularly formatted, mm -hmm. no picture of you, a black and white, your standard <laughs> resume, right? Mm -hmm. Anytime you're handing your resume directly to a human, like you're sending it through LinkedIn messages, you're emailing it directly to the manager or the recruiter then you can present a better looking resume, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so your resume needs to be targeted to who you're talking to. Now, the information mm -hmm. could be very the same, but the way you display that information could be a little bit different. Mm, that's, that's, that's very interesting because I've never really heard of it or even <laughs> thought about it myself because in my back of my head, I'm just like, oh, okay, I really need to make my resume to like, you know, ATS friendly and even like make it pretty sometimes. But apparently if you make your resume a little bit too pretty, 
it doesn't pass through ATS. It just automatically rejects you. It just cannot read it, right? Like it's yeah. Um, the as far along we are in the technology, it's still mm. like it's still not like an expert. It's not a human. It's not replaced us yet, <laughs> yeah. right? Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah. Get really close sometimes, but um, and so until then, you want to make it really easy for them to scan through it. Um, and mm-hmm. make it simple, like try not to do two columns, keep it one column. Um, mm-hmm. You really want to make it as easy as possible for a computer to scan it. Like imagine if you scan a document, like how easy it is for it to read it, like it, just yeah. simplify it, simplify mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And one thing that I heard from one of the recruiters that I've worked with was that um, not only ATS that you have to really understand you know how like when you're applying for different jobs you need to fill out the application before you upload your resume those questions are just as critical um yeah they say that if you don't and you know you didn't answer the questions what the company expected they automatically just like kick you off but at the same time it's just some of the requirements that they have but also you know as a job seeker as an applicant we also have to be mindful and understand um, what they're looking for and how to increase our chances in answering those questions yeah. a little bit better, I would say. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I had a guest come speak to my students and he is uh, the senior, like he's in charge of HR for a multi-billion dollar bank in Central Florida. And so they hire thousands mm-hmm. of people. So his team hires thousands of people every single year, right? Mm-hmm. And he was talking about those questions that you, you know, one of those questions being, will you now or in the future require sponsorship? Or do you mm-hmm. have three years of experience or things like that? And those, those are qualifying questions. And if mm-hmm. you're right, if you don't, if you answered it with a no, or if you answered it with the way that they don't want it to be answered, it will mm-hmm. actually move you to the no pile. And it actually mm-hmm. has a, a bigger impact on whether you get to the interview or not than your, what's actually on your resume. And so his suggestion on that is, for example, if the question is, do you, are you proficient with Canva, right? You're going, mm-hmm. and maybe you're not that good at Canva. So instead of you saying no, you say, um, currently taking a Canva course on LinkedIn learning, right? And so the <laughs> system, they cannot really determine if that's a yes or a no. And so in the safe site, it will put mm-hmm. you into the yes pile. Like, does that make sense? Mm. So instead of just saying yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. you actually <laughs> answer it truthfully with, yeah. with like, with, with saying like, hey, I'm taking it or I'm mm-hmm. expected to finish the course in May. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it, like my experience is an element, like it's in beginner level, but by the time I finish this boot camp, it'll be an expert. Like, like you answer it without <laughs> saying the word no, it's, it's going to get you read because it, if, yeah. if the system can't like, oh, it's not easy. Yes. Or it's not black and white. And then it's going to mm-hmm. push you to a recruiter to review your resume. So mm-hmm. now let me tell you a really uh, awesome story. Of, of that, right? So I had a, a, a mentee that I, 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 I mentored this and she had, she was applying for Microsoft, right? Mm-hmm. And so one of, and she was a, for a computer science role, one of the questions was, do you, ha- do you have three years of experience? And she has mm-hmm. two and a half years of experience, right? Like she didn't have it. So <laughs> yeah. like, like every, like most students here are pretty honest. And so she goes, no, right? Yeah. So she applies for the job and she's not hearing back. And so she's obviously in my mentoring program. And so I'm big on networking. She finds the decision maker, like the the hiring manager, the manager of the department. 
Um, she sees that he's going to go speak at an event, like a virtual event. She attends that event, mm -hmm. uh, networks with the manager and the manager mm -hmm. was super impressed by her questions and like, mm -hmm. you know, her eagerness to want to work there. And so the mm -hmm. manager sends her like a test to see if she's uh, a technical test, right? Like a coding uh -huh. exam. And she goes and passes the coding exam. Uh -huh. Now the manager says, Hey, have you applied for the role? And she mm -hmm. says, hey, I've applied. And so he mm -hmm. looks her up in the applicant tracking system and sees that she's in the no pile. And so when she when uh, he okay. when when he looks to see why she's in the no pile, it's because she mm -hmm. answered the question, do you have three years of experience as a no? Because she didn't. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Now it's funny because she obviously knew how to do the job. She just passed the technical test. But mm -hmm. that disqualifying question took her out of the running for the job. Mm. Now, the hiring manager was able to overwrite that, but only because mm -hmm. she had already proven the chicken to the job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the and ultimately this led to her getting the job. Right. So she interviewed and she was able to get the job. But if she, all she would have done was apply to Microsoft and let just left it like that, then she would have mm -hmm. never gotten the job. Right. And so that's that's so important. Like you brought that question up because that is those questions are the biggest disqualifiers. Like that would eliminate you more than what you have on your resume. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like also the years of experience don't really determine how, you know, how experienced you are, I would say. Like there, there might be people who has, you know, a couple years of experience, but if they're not as, I don't know how to say this, but I would say similar to my friend who has a lot more experience than I do. I feel bad. Like, I hope she's not listening to this, but I mean, I did talk to her about it. I was like, oh, okay. Um, she said she has quite a lot more experience, but her experience are so limited in a way. I don't know how to say it in words, but the things that she's doing, it's a lot more I would say not as broad as possible and that's yeah. why she there are times where she doesn't she couldn't find quote unquote a better job in her perspective so what i'm just trying a, a little i mean more of the story <laughs> years of experience does not really mean that you you know you can be disqualified right away if you have like a year of experience um yeah yeah no for sure i think i i say this and <laughs> i think it's super funny it's like um, just because you have 10 years of experience doesn't mean that you actually have 10 years of experience. It can mean yeah. that you have one year of experience just 10 times. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's, yeah, yeah. A, there's a lot of people like I'm telling you when I worked in, in PepsiCo and in corporate America, I mean, same thing. I hope they're not listening, but this, they're like, they're super proud of, yeah, I've been doing this job for 20 years. And I'm like, I've been here for six months and I'm doing a better job. What did you been doing for 19 and a half years? Um, yeah. And so I, I, I think experience is, it, it's just a way of quantifying it, right? Like, Hey, I've been working mm -hmm, here for, mm -hmm. for a certain amount of time, but if you can mm -hmm. prove that you actually, maybe, Hey, I don't have an internship. I've never done an internship, but what I did mm -hmm. do in my free time is I build an app. Like yeah. then it, there's other ways to go around it, but, and mm -hmm. so, but it, so I think that's the key is super important. Um, 
And it, yeah, yeah, I think wow. it, and that that kills so many. I, I hate those level entry <laughs> jobs. Like, yeah, level entry. Five we're years looking, of experience. Yeah, five, thirty-six <laughs> years of experience. Level entry. <laughs> we want to pay you twenty-five thousand dollars a year. Yeah, okay. I, I know it's like, um, thank you, but <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be mean or anything. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who are looking for those jobs. But what I'm saying is that it's it's sometimes in terms of the inconsistency in like job descriptions and even the job title itself can really like throw us off as like a job seeker because we get so nervous and like worried we feel like oh probably we can't we don't qualify we're not qualified for this position that's why we don't apply but in reality it might not be the case so yeah like you get what I mean right when I'm saying that no 100 no oh <laughs> man that's funny but um and all we just went on a tangent which is awesome because those are like the best mm-hmm. uh, conversations and and mm-hmm. in, in, in essence the point of this episode, what I want to make sure that everybody listening here takes away is understanding that you need to like job, finding a job is tough, right? And especially mm-hmm. in 2021, uh, 2020 was hard. 2021 is, you know, it's still, we are not out of this yet. And so you needed to really be smart and strategic on how you do this, right? And, and you need to arm yourself with the right tools and the right resources to make this easier, right? Because it is tough. Mm-hmm. And so Here's just my, here's my game plan for you. Like if you're listening to the, uh, right now, go on your Chrome, you know, go to job seer, go to the Chrome tool, just put job seer on Google and it will, it will actually show, it will take you directly to the, to the Chrome, uh, Chrome extension and then go on LinkedIn and then sign in using your LinkedIn and use this as a platform to help you at one, find the jobs that are more relevant to you and that matches your experience Two. Get a better idea of how your resume is tracking according to the jobs that you're applying for. Three, understand and what the salary base and what your expectations are for the job. And then four, the networking, right? The referral, get the email from the recruiters and the hiring managers, figure out who the alumni are and just use this tool, right? And once you apply for the job, you can apply using LinkedIn, handshake indeed whatever tool you use you still apply for what Mm -hmm. do not stop at the application right Mm -hmm. follow up build a relationship network and if Mm -hmm. you do that you will find success so Mm -hmm. uh take on take use this tool you know how it is like those these tools like this start out free they'll be free for the first two three years and then it'll cost money (laughs) in the future so if you're smart you take advantage (laughs) of it now right and use it and then so that what, five years from now, when your little brother is graduating college, you're like, oh, my God, that tool you use was free. I can't believe it. It's $50 a month now. Um, you'd be like, hey, it's news you lose. <laughs> yeah. What last yeah. words? What do you have to say, Renee? What's your yeah, last thoughts? I would say, like, to be honest, like rejections are really hard sometimes, like especially when our emails are overflowed with like, oh, thank you for your interest. Thank you so much for your time. But we have to move forward with other kids. You know how it like how it sounds. I can literally memorize it right now already. <laughs> but I would just say like, you know, don't feel discouraged. Like maybe this job is not the right for you. Maybe they re- rejected you. It's fine. Maybe the next job is way better than you expected. So there's always something out there for you because, you know, we all have potential. We all have the ability and, you know, we're, we're going to get hired one day. There's like, if looking for a job, it's like a full-time job anyways, but we got this. <laughs> you guys got this. So 
Renee, mm-hmm. you're awesome. Keep being <laughs> awesome. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, what is the best way for people to connect with you and to learn more about JobSeer as a whole? Yeah, of course. Um, you know, you you guys can all connect me on LinkedIn. It's just basically Renee Chang. And then you can, if you see a girl with like a side profile and her face, you know, her hair is on her face, that's me. <laughs> I have dyed hair and I work at Hartrell and I'm also a copywriter at Hyphenet. So you can find me easily. Just connect me there. And then I'm happy to answer any questions that you have about, you know, job search and even job steer as well. <laughs> yeah. She also um, does some really cool YouTube videos. So check it out. I will actually be putting <laughs> links on so if you're listening to this on the show notes, you're going to be able to find links to Job Seer as well as um, the, Renee because she's awesome. And that's it. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening and catch you guys on the next episode. See ya. <laughs> thank you. Bye. You've been listening to the Mastering College to Career podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the show. In an age of short attention spans, this speaks volumes about you. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you use Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to give us a quick rating for the show. Just tap the number of stars that you think that the podcast deserves. Until next time, catch you guys on the next episode.